0: All right well when I promised you we'd have solo Damon Bruce I never meant it more than I mean it today because I am officially alone Jillian had to go into work today which means if this bad boy crashes or dies we're, we're going down hard today I mean there's just there's gonna be very little troubleshooting but I don't think we're gonna have much to troubleshoot welcome to Damon Bruce uh, plus the plus Welcome back. Welcome to the Damon Brew Show here. I tell you, if you won't, go back and look at what we were doing on Monday in our very first live show and then come back and look at what we're doing right now. I think you're going to find we've ironed some things out here. What I need to do is stop banging the table because I keep on jiggling the damn camera and we need to get a tripod. Outside of that, I mean, we have adapted, we have uh improved we got hopefully some better camera quality going on for you here less uh less stagnation in the video and i'll tell you today i think we can go ahead and start negotiating all these chats quickly 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 by the way i gotta say thanks to ernie who is dropping the old p1 radio reference so if everyone anyone of you ever heard the saying p1 i'm a p1 listener what does that mean It means the station that you like the most is programmed into the very first dial position on your radio. That's a P1 listener. To turn the one into the L in plus, Ernie, plusers unite. (laughs) Thank you, Ernie. I really, really appreciate that. And I certainly appreciate this. Mike, now I wait here religiously at 11 a.m. It's not a religious movement. But Mike, it's it's a movement. I'm glad you're a part of it, man. I'll tell you, people have just been absolutely incredible. Ernesto, thank you very much. You're gonna see we're able to go ahead and pop through some comments easier before with no lag time like we were getting the other day. Again, we're improving, we're improving. Mark, thank you. I mean, if you love the Metallica shirt, you're gonna like the band even more. I got a great Metallica story. Before we jump into sports, and by the way, we're gonna have to jump into baseball because baseball's about to start. We got day baseball. On the south side of Chicago, I know the A's got a day baseball game before they take off for a tough East Coast road trip that could begin with Tampa. I think Tampa, let me look right now, Tampa is, uh, yeah, they're up 3-1 in Washington right now. That game's in the bottom of the third, a lot can still happen there. Tampa, where Oakland begins their road trip, is right now the only undefeated team in all of Major League Baseball. So that's a big cutout. Uh, that's, that's, that's a big job. Uh, really good Metallica story, real fast. When there were huge fires. This is pre-pandemic. Oh, Smiley Dan, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're hungry. I'm glad you want it, baby. Um, <laughs> when do we get a tour of the Ganja Jar? Here's my question. When can I go ahead and start actually filling the ganja jar with sponsored ganja content? Can we do that? Can we can I have like the official dispensary of the Damon Bruce show? Well, we, I got lots of questions. We're still figuring a lot of stuff out here. Uh somebody here named Charles says, Damon, have you tried Metallica's whiskey? I haven't. I have not tried Metallica's whiskey, but I will, because I Usually end up trying all the whiskey at some point in time. Uh, anyway, best Metallica story I got. I've seen them, I don't know, five, six times. Uh, just an unbelievable band. It was pre-pandemic. It was at, uh, used to be at and Park, now Oracle Park. It's still only 24 Willie Mays Plaza as far as I'm concerned. But um, it was the Fire Relief Benefit Concert. It was, I think, John Mayer. No, John Mayer played with the Grateful Dead. It was Dave Matthews Band. It was Dead & Company. And then it was Metallica. And it was all at the ballpark. It was a great show. And it was for a fire benefit. And I bet all my friends, I'm like, there's no way Dead & Company is going to play Fire on the Mountain. That's the one song that they're not going to play tonight because this is a fire benefit relief. No, Dead and Company played Fire on the Mountain and like took the fire back. It was awesome. It was aw- if, you're, if you're a little bit of a hippy-dippy, it was an awesome moment. There's no doubt about that. Anyway, anyway, uh, the Grateful Dead ended their d- Dead and Company. Without Jerry, it can't be the Grateful Dead. But Dead and Company finished their set. Let me tell you, John Merritt, you can play the fuck out of the guitar. You really can. Anyway, so Dead & Company finished their set, and the two hippies who I had been, like, talking all about, uh, 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 this is an older couple in their 60s, a man and a woman, his wife, and we were talking about how great that was, how totally awesome the Dead just sounded, Dead & Company just sounded, and, and they basically turned around and said, well, it was nice meeting you, glad you enjoyed the show, we're leaving now, goodbye. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm guessing you don't listen to a lot of heavy metal as your Grateful Dead fans, right? And they're like, yeah, Metallica is not our cup of tea. I'm like, that's fair. That's totally fair. But one of the single greatest heavy metal bands of all time is about to take that stage. You're sitting here. Trust me, we, we've been talking music all night now. You and your wife and I and me and my wife, we've been talking music all night. You need to see Metallica. Stick around for three songs. If after three songs that's enough and if it doesn't sit with you three Metallica songs live in concert will officially be enough quickly. If that's enough for you, you can leave and you but you you got to at least say you saw Metallica, right? You you got to. The guy was like, "You know what? You're right. I'm going to go get a beer." And he came back, he got me a beer, great guy, and his wife, you know, in their tie-dye are sitting there and Metallica takes the stage. And this guy and his wife didn't leave until they played their last note. And he turns around to me and he goes, so I didn't like all of that, but I respected every single second of it. And holy shit, you're right. That was an awesome rock band. I was like, see? And yeah, I mean, the logo's still just undefeated. That's, uh, that's an undefeated. Can we get like the Damon Bruce show in that font? Can we do that even? I don't think so. Because you need like an M and an A at the, at the, for Anyways, So there's your Metallica story for the day. Uh, Thank you very much. Drew down as people are saying, hey, wait a minute. We want to go ahead and tip you, Damon. Thank you, Drew. I do need to get certain requirements before I'm officially considered a YouTube creator to open up what sponsored content. here. The the tip jar. I don't know what it's officially called. The tip jar is what I'm going to call it. Here's the deal. I'm never going to put a single thing I do behind a paywall. So if if you really wanna go ahead and save a little jingle jangle to throw at the show when that's allowed to happen, thank thank you so very much. In the meantime, if you wanted to do something that would mean an awful lot to me, uh, mean an awful lot to my family and mean an awful lot to my charity, anything that you'd wanna give me today but can't, go ahead and make a donation to the Guardsman, guardsman.org. It is a wonderful, historically significant San Francisco charity I'm honored to be a part of. So uh, make a donation to the guardsman.org today. Do it in my behalf, and you'll make me look good with the group. <laughs> I'm going to be hosting your sports auction coming up soon. It's going to be an awful lot of fun. We'll probably get some interviews out of that, and we'll uh, turn it all around for you here. On the plus, baby! Hold on. All right. Somebody here, this guy named Patrick, says, Damon, I was in Italy. I saw, like, four different people rocking Metallica shirts. The power of music around the globe is just undeniable. My wife and I got engaged in Paris on the day Prince died. Literally, we get engaged in front of the Eiffel Tower, very cliche, but it was romantic as fuck, and it worked, and she's still with me, thank God. Um, We go up to the top of the Eiffel Tower for a glass of champagne. We meet another American couple. The woman in the American couple looks at me, and she said, did you just hear Prince died? I was like, who, Henry, Edward? Like, I'm in full, I'm in Europe mode. And she's like, no, Prince, when the doves cry. Little red Corvette. I was like, what? Yeah, so Prince died the day my wife and I got engaged. When we came down, because we were kind of at the top of the Eiffel Tower for sunset, when we came down from the top of the Eiffel Tower, the entire city of Paris was bathed in purple light, and Prince music was coming out of every bar, cafe, car radio in the city of Paris. And that was one of the, that's the first time I've ever been to Europe. First time I've ever been outside of the United States other than Mexico or Canada. And I, that's the day I understood the power of music. So yeah, you saw four different people, rock and Metallica music is, there's no stopping the importance of music. Did you and Rod Brooks have much interaction while at ONBR? Steve, thank you. I don't know why I clicked on that one. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Rod and I, how about this? Rod and I were never friends when we worked together but I did see him the very last time I was at Levi Stadium this football season. I saw him uh, well, I saw him for the playoff game uh, that the 49ers won and uh, it, it was it was great to see him. I told him I was very happy that he was back on the air uh doing the NBC pre and post game show. So how about this? Rod Brooks and I were not friends. I think we are now. that's good and uh and again, I, I just uh, i I won that ratings contest too. Mm-hmm. anyway uh let's move right along to the things that really do matter uh by the way this is important so let's get this up here because this is correct kevin prince one of the most underrated guitarists of all time D- there's you're you're correct prince was just a badass he's just every single there. there's more talent in it, it prince wasn't big it wasn't a lot of inches there there's the the, the Talent to inches of human being ratio in Prince is one of the greatest, most unbelievable things of all time. And yes, you are right about this. Uh, uh, <laughs> R.I.P. What is that? Rip Cougar. Rip Cougar. Cougar, Cougar I don't know. Anyways. Raspberry Beret. They were selling Raspberry Berets like hotcakes the next day in Paris. Anyway. <laughs> oh, here. Sorry. I got to do this too. Blouses. Indeed. Game. Blouses. Uh, look, we have an awful lot to get into. We just can't sit here and jerk around talking about music. Actually, we can. There's no reason I can't. We can do it anything we want. But I'm guessing the most of you showed up for a little bit of sports talk today. And we got a little bit of sports talk for you because last night, oh, my God, the Golden State Warriors, they won a must-win game. They won a must-win game last night. It was a huge fourth quarter for Jordan Poole. What did he have? 18 in the fourth quarter. I think he also had a dime in the fourth quarter. Warriors pulled away 34-19 over Oklahoma City. After Oklahoma City scored nearly 80 in the first half, I think 79 the Thunder had. I mean, the Warriors came out, in a gots-to-have-it, borderline must-win game at home, and they slept-walked through the first half, playing no defense for most of the third quarter as well. Nothing was going the Warriors' way till that fourth quarter started, and then Jordan Poole took over, and the Warriors carried the night. They were very, very good when they needed to be, and now they've played 80. There are two games left, boys and girls. Two games left. It was a fascinating night in the NBA last night. An awful lot happened. You had LeBron hitting a game-winning layup in overtime. I think that game was in Utah. So the Lakers are now basically sitting in a dead heat with the Clippers for the their seating, jostling, and they play tonight. Now, there was so much energy burnt by the Lakers last night, whether or not LeBron or AD goes tonight, we're going to have to watch to see if that gets load-managed too. It's amazing. Crucial games are getting load managed in the NBA. The scoreboard watching this weekend, though, has just been spectacular. I mean, what a finish we're having in the NBA. It's been an unbelievable finish. I I don't think that there have been many seasons of my life where you're, like, hanging on to the edge of the last week going, what the hell are the playoffs going to look like? Maybe the seven, eight are figuring it out. Maybe the four, five are battling. The two, three, something like that. There could be teams that leapfrog each other. But there's, there was really never an NBA where it was like, oh, so in the next three games you could go from the sixth seed to totally out of the play-in. You're, you know, you're sitting home and watching the whole thing because you screwed it up at the end. Unbelievable. Speaking of unbelievable, light the god-blessed beam. Sacramento I see you I see you Sacramento do you did you see that they had like the longest odds overcome since 2010 to be a division winner if you're reading the ticker by the way the ticker at some point next week is going to just start talking shit like we could use the ticker for all sports information or we could just use it to talk our shit uh, dude the ticker is going to be talking shit like it's playing for LSU women's basketball look out Ticker's coming, everyone. Has your station got a ticker? Has your channel got a ticker? No ticker? Oh, no ticker for actually established real stations around you? You don't have a ticker? Tick this. Anyways, um, what a night for Sacramento Kings fans. You finally win a division for the first time since, like, 1941. I- I'm happy for you. I really am. The Sacramento Kings, ba- look, based on what? the Oklahoma City Thunder did to the Warriors last night, going through them for three quarters, just Swiss cheese going through them. Do you think Draymond might want to amend the where he would rather go for an opening round? Dude, I'm telling you, Sacramento, if, you, if any Warrior fan out there thinks beating Sacramento in a first round is going to be easy pickings, I think you got another thing coming. I really do. By the way, we're right back to coffee. I've been doing, like, water. You could hear ice jiggling. We're back to coffee now. This is a caffeinated, leaded show. So, it was a hell of a night in the NBA last night. And before we move on to the baseball that was happening and happening today and a few other things that we got coming up and more of your comments on the chat, and we're going to get to a lot of those today, um, I want to talk about Andrew Wiggins. Because Andrew Wiggins was on the bench last night. He's very close to returning. He's missed 23 consecutive games. And you saw Bob Myers come out with him at the pregame presser last night where they basically thanked everyone for being respectful of the issues that kept him away from the team. Um, I, I don't think that the mystery surrounding Andrew Wiggins would have been left a mystery in new york boston chicago philadelphia uh, uh, at least 10 other nba cities but the respectful media out here kind of went hands off you know don't rock the boat i I guess you earn a lot of house credit when you're a team as successful as the golden state warriors have been and you can get the media to sort of march to the beat you set down they've earned that they really really have Um, the excuse though, that was offered up about why Andrew Wiggins wasn't available, has not been available for 23 games and might not be playing the final two regular season games of the season. Anyways, like we might not see Andrew Wiggins until the playoffs. If it just, just follow, follow along with me and I'm not accusing anybody of doing anything dirty here. You want to keep your own business, your business. That's fine with me but if andrew wiggins and his absence from the team were really generated because of an illness with his father why would you guard that why would you so secretly protect that as if it were privileged information that no one could really relate to or understand um i think the vast majority of people that i know they have had fathers um whether they know them or not is you know but everyone had a father at one point right You you wouldn't be here if you didn't have a father of some kind. So everyone has a father, which means most everyone out there understands how you have to be there for your father in times of crisis. And if this were really, my dad is in a tough spot medically, mentally, whatever, he could have said that and everyone would have been like, oh, well, we hope he's okay. Go spend time all the time you need with your family. He could have done it that way, and I don't think there would have been any guff. But when you just go, guff, I use the word guff. But it, when you when you have a real issue, I think most people would understand it. And you just said, look, man, i got to be there for my father right now. I think most people would just understand that. And they'd say, okay, cool. You know, that's that's the way it's got to be. Uh, it means you're a good son. And, you know, the other thing is, is you know, a- Andrew Wiggins could have also played it like this. And he just said, look, I have to go do something. And you know this would have been like an ultra arrogant thing to do. It's not how Andrew Wiggins is wired, but he could have just said, "Look, I've already made like 171 million dollars in the NBA, and you know, for a buck 71 in the bank, you can't tell me what to do." And oh, by the way, I've got 24 million, 26 million, 28 million, and 30 million guaranteed over the next four years. I will have earned over a quarter billion dollars in my career when my career is over. So I've got step away as Gary Radnich would say, F you money. And everyone would have understood that too. If Andrew Wiggins really had just had an ill parent, he could have said, my parent is ill. And everyone would have just been like, take take all the time you need, bro. I mean, everyone I think is compassionate enough to have done that. So if that were really why he were away, why be so mysterious about it? I just don't get it. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Look, I'm really glad he's back. I hope everything in his life is right, whether it was with his dad, the girlfriend, whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But when you don't get in front of the information, when you let speculation rule the conversation, you can't get angry when people start throwing theories against the wall of why you might not be around. If you want to go ahead and control the message, send a message. Now, he's a very private guy, so who knows? But it just it doesn't add up, right? It just doesn't feel like it adds up very, very well. Uh, quickly, I want to talk a little baseball with you. We're not going to talk too much baseball today because we got baseball going on right now. We got baseball on the south side of Chicago. It is the last game for the A's at home. They've opened their season at home. They got the Guardians this afternoon. And it's a game that the A's, I'm sure, would really, really like to win because they're about to hit a big road trip. Tampa Bay is waiting for them. Tampa Bay has gotten you know, the, the only unbeaten record. Meanwhile, the Giants would like to get out of Chicago uh, with a win this afternoon. And what? They, I think they're, they're off tomorrow, and then the home opener is on Friday. I think I'm going to be with Gianna on Friday morning on KPIX, waking up Bright-eyed and bushy-tail, early, uh, and, and joining her doing some hits for KPIX from the ballpark on Friday morning. So if you're up early, you can join me and well, I, join me and Gianna. I'm joining Gianna. I'm finally on the Gianna Franco show. Forget forget her being a sidekick on the Damon Bruce show. It is an honor to finally be Gianna's sidekick on the Gianna Franco Morning News KPIX News Hour four hours. She works hard. She works, that's, a, that's, a, that's a long shift, man. It's an early shift. Anyways, so there you go. We'll have much more baseball tomorrow when we're dealing with some results and pr- predictions. And speaking of Thursday afternoon or Thursday morning for us here on the West Coast. Oh, I wish I could tinkle those piano keys. Hello, friends. There is nothing better than Jim Nance doing the Masters. Jim Nance isn't doing Final Fours anymore. I need him on the Masters. Jim Nance's voice on a Masters Sunday is like being wrapped in a blanket of velvet with just soup being poured all over you. Like, it's good for the soul. I love it. Um, I love the Masters. And I don't have to ask you, I know you love the Masters too. It's the freaking Masters. There's nothing that looks better on TV, right? I high definition sports, you'd figure you're like, oh, you need that for you you need that for football, you need that for baseball, you need that for basketball. And again, go look at games that weren't filmed in high def from the early days in sports. High definition is the biggest TV game changer I think there ever was. Um, there's nothing better than a slow mo replay of a bunker shot with sand spray just. Oh, that's good. It's good. I I love the slow motion bunker sand spray shot. Uh, That's the money shot of the golf tournament that I look forward to the most. And uh, we got some odds for you right here. Scotty Scheffler, again, not exactly Mr. Excitement, but he is the defending champ. Rory is looking for a career grand slam. Can't count out Spieth, although it doesn't feel like he is half the threat he used to be. Um, Colin Morikawa. I'll tell you, if... If it is bad weather and those greens slow down, Morikawa has got problems with the putter. If he's not dealing with sharp, sharp, uh, fast greens, maybe Morikawa comes into play. Tiger Woods going off at plus 650. Phil, an afterthought at plus 3,500. You've got the underlying, the current of PGA guys going against live guys that this Masters is going to offer and it is the 25th masters now with tiger woods tiger tiger woods y'all 25 masters god i'm getting old i mean because i was in college in 1997 watching him walk off that 18th green and falling into his father's arms and crying his eyes out with earl and it was you want to talk about You don't need the march of history to go ahead and define that moment being special. Like, as you were watching it, you realize you're watching something absolutely historic here. It was incredible what Tiger did in 1997. My friends and I were just glued to that tournament. And Tiger was, for a minute there, the single most dominating, captivating athlete on the planet. And I don't know if the a golfer ever really held that title before greatest golfer on the planet yeah that's been held by several people greatest single athletic show on the planet i don't know if any golfer ever had that before tiger officially cornered that market it was extraordinary when it all happened uh we got an awful lot somebody here named johnny mack you're you're singing my song let's get you over 4000 subs today johnny do it brother let me tell you I don't want to start calling it like the plus army or the Damon Bruce army or anything like that, because that's just, that's pandering. That's corny, but God, I got a loyal audience. And, and you know, since you can't do the like sponsorship tip thing, if that's what you really want to do right now, here's how you can help me. You can, you can send a donation to the guardsman guardsman guardsman.org. You all know that you can do that at any time. Today, when you're at work, your circle of buddies, your circle of coworkers, ask all of them to subscribe to Damon Bruce Plus. Go out and send a company-wide email blast saying uh, free donut for anyone who is signing up for, oh, well, someone I guess would have to buy the donuts then. Yeah, I'm not trying to get everybody in charge of buying donuts for the office here, but why not spread it around the office and say, look, you don't ever have to listen to this guy once, but if you could click subscribe, That'd be really, really nice. Yeah, let's get me over four thousand before the day ends. I'd like to be I'd like to be over five thousand by Monday. I mean we're gonna grow this thing aggressivo. Very aggressivo. Very aggressively, if you don't speak fluent, uh whatever aggressivo was. What was that a that Italian? Spanish? I don't know anyways uh johnny thank you so much and uh yeah let's do it let's go ahead and ride that pony baby go ahead get me over um get me over four thousand by the end of the day that'd make jillian happy what a nice thing jillian welcome home baby over four grand dollars no subscribers we're on our way to all that though uh it is really good oh look who's in the chat our fearless leader himself. Otis Bird the Third. How are you, brother? Thank you for leading your army right over. You want to talk. there is no Damon Bruce Army. The Otis Bird, the Army. You can't stop that. You can't you cannot stop it. It's the most dominant group of uh, chatters there is. By the way, just so you know, you can either be one of the, uh, what do we got? We got like uh, 140 people watching right now here on YouTube. I thank you very much. Or maybe that's the total. Uh, You can be one of like eight people watching this on Twitch, if you'd like to feel into a more even exclusive club, because there are no red ropes here. There's no, no VIP section. You're all VIPs. But are you watching on youtube or twitch we are streaming on twitch as well and a lot of you have asked for the podcast i'm gonna tell you that all of that is going to be happening as early as next week podcasts will be up you'll be able to drop this show right into a podcast player and listen to it at your convenience if you if you look at it this way do you want me in middays well you kind of got me live there right now do you want me an afternoon drive do you want me to be your nighttime host you can take me put me in your pocket use me whenever you want to use me however you want to do this drug you do this drug when this drug appeals most to you that is the beauty of all of this thank you very much otis for all of the love man uh der kaiser and der Gilroy. You're right about that, man. That two-handed put-back dunk by GP2, that was Mama Chewbacca. That was a monster. An absolute monster dunk. That was his first, like, I'm back moment with the Golden State Warriors. That was fucking nasty. It really was. So I love that. That was that was, that was a fun moment of that game. That was a really fun game. When, here's the thing. When the Warriors are at home, they're equal parts incredibly entertaining and incredibly mind-numbingly frustrating. Because they will piss you off for three quarters and then have a fourth quarter that makes you go, you guys, I know you, I recognize you after all, you sons of bitches, there you are, I see you now. When they're good, they're great, when they're bad, they're shit. I mean, there, there is no team out there who could absolutely go from, falling out of the play in tournament altogether to might win the nba finals quite like the golden state warriors by the way one more note uh Embiid had a monster last night a lot of people are saying mvp is now his how many segments did you have to sit through a month ago where everyone's like it's over folks Jokic has got it wrapped up there's no one's gonna take it from him Embiid might have officially taken the MVP. I don't have a problem with that at all. I think I have less of a problem with Embiid slipping in to take the MVP away from Jokic than Jokic winning his third consecutive MVP because that's just a historical aberration that is reserved for guys who literally sit on the top shelf in the history of basketball. Jokic might be that guy one day. I don't know if he's that right now. I mean, he's awesome. He's awesome. But man, you got Denver's coach calling the team soft. They're sputtering at the end. You got Philadelphia coming on hard. You got, I think, Embiid just dropped his third 50-point game of the season in Boston in a gots-to-have-it kind of game that mattered. And um, That was what Robert Williams didn't play. But that was a monster. A monster from Embiid last night. Speaking of other monsters and the... The other team that I'm having the hardest time handicapping right now in the NBA is the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be a participant in the playoffs or a real factor in the playoffs. I can't figure it out yet, but I think I have a clearer idea of what they might do if Donovan Mitchell's just going to go out and score 40 every single time he plays. I think, what he's, I think I said he's the 11th player in NBA history to have four consecutive 40-point performances. Maybe I heard that wrong. I don't know. But uh, he has just been cooking, cooking right now. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see what they actually, actually look like when the playoffs start. I'm going to kind of scroll through an awful lot to get up to real time here in the actual, uh, th- how about this? from mark damon can you have paulie Mac on to talk music he'd be the guy i love paulie mack i love talking music with him when i whenever i'm actually around murph and Mac, i'll talk about the giants with murph and then with paulie it's instantly like hey man have you been sitting in with phil lesh lately <laughs> i mean uh it, the, the guy is awesome um yeah, I'd love to have Paulie on. Here's the thing: I'd like to have all of my radio friends stop by eventually. I'm guessing there's got to be a memoratorium, and I wouldn't want to get anybody at ninety-five-seven, the game, in trouble. And I don't know if that if they would be, if they would get in trouble for coming on with me. I don't know. I don't know. It shouldn't happen. That'd be stupid if that's the way they felt about it uh nobody at that station had anything to do with me doing this right now but i'm going to tell you i am so happy to be doing this right now here with you and i i think i'd rather do it this way than go back to what i used to know what used to be comfortable this is an awful lot of fun i've been having an awful lot of fun with larry Kruger. we've been Uh, teaming up for a little series that we're calling home and home. He does a night on my stream. I do a night on his stream. I think we're going to do something again tonight. Although we'll have to see how my evening plays out with uh, the betrothed. Speaking of the betrothed here, she is Jillian. There will be a podcast version coming very, very soon, which means she's figuring it out. I, again, I'm just the pretty bimbo. I'm, I'm, I'm just a playmate. I don't know how to run the camera. <laughs> so uh, she is publishing the magazine. And uh, I guess that would make me Mike Honcho. So I'm going to spread my butt cheeks in Playgirl magazine under the name Mike Honcho. I hope an awful lot of you have seen Ricky Bobby. Otherwise, that terrified you. I don't want to do this. Uh, Otis has got an, again, you got to write K and BR. Yeah, let's do it all. Let's do it all. No more brand affiliation here on the plus. I'm not here for your corporate backing bullshit. I just want to talk to talented people who are interesting. That's all I want to do now. I want to do interesting broadcasts. It's going to be interesting sports broadcasts all the time. Interesting music podcasts Some of the time. Interesting food podcast some of the time. Interesting, hopefully we corner the market in interesting. I think I've done that for the last 18 years out here anyway. Why would I stop now? There's certainly no reason to stop now. And with your encouragement, uh, with your unbelievable encouragement, uh, I I feel I feel frisky, to say the very, very least. Kevin, giving some love to Mrs. Pluce. She is killing it. Absolutely killing it. Can we run a social media campaign to ask the killers if I can have the rights to Jenny was a friend of mine for free. That was the opening theme song to the Damon Bruce show spanning 18 years, nearly 4,000 something shows. And I do like the music that we're using now. But I had to buy. It's just generic music that we paid like forty nine dollars for, and we can use it and repurpose it however we want. Now we own the rights to that generic little song that starts the the, the podcast. If you're or the, the the YouTube channel, the Twitch channel show. If you're here right at eleven o'clock, um, you, you you've heard it. It's good. It's good. It's good. But it's not. Jenny was a friend of mine by the Killers. We're gonna have to call Brandon Flowers, isn't that isn't it Brandon Flowers? Is, it, is that the the lead singer of the Killers? Anyways. Uh, yeah, hey, Brandon, can we have your best show? One of, your, one of the best songs I ever heard for free. I've been using it for free anyways for all these years. So uh, maybe we're going to have to start writing in to the, uh, the killers. The killers. And look at this. Look at the encouragement. You're learning. Thank you, baby. I really do appreciate it. And yes, I know. I know. I'm going to have to shave it up. You see, we're getting a little scratchy right here. By the way. Look at that, the neck waddle. Look at that, it's like a fucking rooster. I gotta get rid of that, I gotta work on that. Look at this, am I like a real housewife now? I need a big purse and a cappuccino. I need a big purse, a cappuccino, and a divorce lawyer. I would have been a great real housewife. I really would have been, Um. you know, Someone's asking, what, what, what would you pay Jillian to do all this IT work? I, I Again, I can't afford Jillian if I really had to pay her. Maybe, because I know there's an awful lot of you guys, you don't want to admit this in public, most of you. It's like riding a moped. You might have an awful lot of fun doing it, but you don't want your friends to catch you doing it. I know an awful lot of you like that Real Housewives shit. My wife loves it. I might have to turn her into the Andy Cohn correspondent, the Bravo correspondent here of the plus, and give her like a five minute real housewives segment uh, on the show. I'll just get up, I'll get out of the chair. She can sit in the chair and she can tell you about women who just that's that's that, that purse was so last season. <laughs> I don't every single episode like i get accused of, isn't every single game you watch the same ultimately there's a winner there's a loser there's a score it's all kind of the same shit all the time not that my wife gives me that because she's a big sports fan but i give her that about i'm like isn't every single one of these about like uh-uh girl no you didn't that's the that's the purse i had last party now you got my purse that's the entire series women arguing over fendi bags the fact I even know what a Fendi bag is means you don't need to be too close to this stuff before it starts seeping in. Osmosis. I thought, geez, wouldn't it be nice to get Jillian a Fendi bag? And I looked at the price of one of those on uh, uh, you know over Christmas. This is when I had a job that paid well. Jillian, if you're watching, you're not getting a Fendi bag, honey. No way. I'd, I'd rather us go to Paris again. All right, back to the chain. Oh, here's a good question. This is from X Team Rocket Grunt. Thank you. What a what a great handle. Uh, whatever happened to Kolsky? I think Kolsky just got out of radio. I think he's just. I think he fell out of love with an industry that is easy to fall out of love with at times. Um, and uh, I, I, I is he still doing his toy department podcast? I don't know. How about this? The last time I talked to Kolsky was when Trey uh, Fish was at the Greek. I turned around and waved at him, and we texted each other that night. But we're going to have to get Kolsky on the chat when Fish is in town and forget about sports. He and I are just going to break down sets uh, that Fish plays at the Greek. I know he'd be into that. Uh, I like Matt an awful lot, man. I like Matt an awful lot. I'm going to root for that guy no matter what he does uh, anywhere. Uh, this is from hams electric morning roast is great the rest of 95.7 the game dude stop it i'm seriously i just put that up there to tell you to stop it just because you like me doesn't mean you have to to not like them there's plenty of sports to go around there's plenty of listening hours to go around and not a single person at that station wanted me gone not one every single person there is still my friend really so I don't want to hear any bad talk about Willard and Dibbs or 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 or, or Steiny and Guru or certainly the Morning Roast guys. The Morning Roast guys, those are my radio sons. Those are my radio sons. Bonte and Shasky are my boys. Like, not just in radio either. Like, they're, they're my boys in real life, man. I love those guys. So just because you're rooting for me doesn't mean you need to root against them. And I don't want to hear any more of that anymore. No more. Let's be nice. Let's be nice to each other. God damn it. Uh let's see. Where are we here? Where are we here? This is from Cole. Cole says I'll send you some Texas barbecue and some rubs. Uh please. T- we'll take those. I tell you what, Cole, let me get an email address set up where people who want to send me stuff can reach out. We'll give you an address. You can send stuff here. Hell, maybe we're even promoted for you. I'm a small business getting off the ground myself. If I can help some other small businesses all get off the ground together, everybody wins. Everybody wins. You know, someday, some point in time, we're going to have so many subscribers. This show is going to grow to such freaking incredible heights that it's going to be expensive to advertise on it. We're not there yet, which means I wanna help out as many people who have reached out to help me because this is like, here, here's the one real like beating heart moment of today's show. The amount of people who have reached out to me, DM'd me, contacted me, direct messaged me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter to say, Damon, I love you guys. I, I, I love your show, I'm pissed it's gone. I wanna help, what can I do? It's been amazing. It's been amazing. If there's one thing my audience has proven itself to be it is helpful, resourceful, and incredibly supportive. Incredibly supportive. There's a guy named Ben Shapiro, Benjamin Shapiro. Not, not, the, not, not evil Ben Shapiro. Benjamin Shapiro, the good guy, who has reached out and has done more to educate me in the world of the new media in one Zoom meeting than than my wife and I have caught in our collective lives up to this week. There's some extraordinary people in my audience doing some extraordinarily generous things to help us win. And I mean, it's not just helping us play, help us win. And that's what we're gonna do. I can't wait to see what this looks like a year from now. And if you are here today, If I have earned your trust through another broadcasting year, and you're here a year from now with me, I can't wait for you to see what this looks like. I don't know if there's ever been a YouTube channel that looked as decent as this looked on day one, and then improved as much from day one to day three as this has. And this is day three here, officially underway Back to Damon Bruce show on the plus. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so very much for all the love and the support. And again, who did that? Oh, my, I think my wife must have been unable to type that. How did I send a message? It's Jillian, you're stealthy. You're very, very, very stealthy uh let's see we keep on going we keep on going what do we got here this is from champ ross fantasy boxing predictions league that's a you need to tighten that up champ you need you, you need to just tighten that up just a little that's that's a mouthful anyways sup i loved hosting sports. i was talking about this with larry i love sports phone Now, it wouldn't fit my life now because i got a wife and kids. But if you had been able to just give me, like, hey, Damon, here's a a really good paycheck for the next 30 years. Would you like to host Sports Phone for 30 years? I would have been like, yeah, I'll take that deal right now. I love that because you talk to diehards. You talk to people that really, really, uh, that that, that care. And that's all you really want in your audience. You don't want a whole bunch of casual fans in your audience. You want people who care. Uh, Speaking of neck waddle. True blue forever. There you go. Six inches. Nice. Don't make the wife mad. Don't attack the real housewives. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Here you go, Jillian. Just so you know. Just so you know. Vanderpump Rules is better. Jillian might walk out there with you, Paul, and join you in that argument. Jillian wants to watch Real Housewives. But when the Vanderpump ads come on, she gets like, ooh, 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 I got to get caught up. I got to get caught up. She gets very excited about the, the Vanderpump. Very excited about the Vanderpump. By the way, there is support here. Gianna and her should do a talk show you wouldn't even need me. Wouldn't that be incredible if the most watched show on the plus had nothing to do with me? That'd be awesome. (laughs) That would be incredible. I, I, as a matter of fact, I hope that's the way it actually works out. Uh, she, uh, this is Derek says, do you know that they have a Bravo con convention? I'm going to tell you right now that had that had happened without my wife raising a three-year-old and a one-year-old with me here in San Francisco, they did it in New York. Jillian would have gone to New York for that. There is no doubt she would have gone to New York for that. And look, you see, we're already baiting her. Look at this. Look at this. Hot fire emojis. Hot, yeah. Uh, this. Is, oh, no, see, here we go. Basketball wives, change that game. You know, wasn't Bonnie Jill Laughlin on a season of basketball wives is like a friend of one of the actual basketball wives here's the thing i'm not even putting this up because you, you got fendied here i just like your memories of fish i like that an awful lot that's what i'm talking about so let's see oh when's the official brother coming on that's yeah shorty the pimp Can we get the rights for that one, too? I don't know how we can we bring Jason McBride on without his official theme song? That's the question I think America really needs answered. Um, Where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah, Kolsky has filled in at KNBR. I know that there's some people are saying you can find him there. I know that he's been back in KNBR, but um, he still does his podcast, too. Yeah, man, look, here's what I know about Matt. That guy's whip-smart. He is a whip-smart human being, and he does interesting radio. He always has, and he always will, and we'll get him over here. We'll twist one up, we'll put it in the air, and we'll talk music. And then maybe a little sports will trickle in, because that's the way it always goes. Again, you know you're old school when you drop A. Thank you, Marty. No sound effect for Dave Feldhoff. I wonder how Dave's doing. Dave moved back to, I believe, Akron. So he could go to more Zips games. Scott, can we root against Ray's Bill Cosby sweaters? Well, here's the thing. You can root against Bill Cosby. I don't know how you can take a strong stand against the sweaters. They didn't do anything wrong. I don't think those sweaters were dropping roofies in in drinks. That was Bill. And Ray would never waste a roofie on anyone but himself. So he's not dropped roofies on anyone or anything. The truth. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We will try to indeed smash it. Thank you. Get that algorithm to love me boys and girls. That's how you can also help right now. Forget about the tip jar. Ask everyone in your office to subscribe. And then ask everyone in your office to just like, 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 I guess the algorithm likes that. I can't even spell algorithm. But, again, this this Ben Shapiro guy that I was talking to about, how you get this, uh, oh, my God. He's, he's like the Theo Epstein of how to get it done. Lucky I got that guy on my side. Oh, here we go. We just know all the old laser show. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you very much. And the postman knows it all. Oi, oi, oi. I'm going to tell you, we're eventually going to get a soundboard in here. And on that day, we will burn everything down. It'll be great. It will be great. More no sound effect for Dave Feldhouse. Again, I feel this. We got you, Dave. I feel it. I feel you guys got him. I feel gotten. I do. I do. It's it's. Uh, this has been an incredibly rewarding three days here as we get underway. Uh, somebody is appreciating Chappy. Thank you very much. Little little slave one over there. Yeah, there she is. A couple of years ago, Jillian and I decided we're not going out on, on New Year's Eve anymore. It's a ripoff. It's amateur hour. Uh, before we had kids, Jillian and I were very likely to be out like on a Tuesday night. So we got all our yayas out of our bodies at an early age. And we both have settled down nice together. And we decided we don't want to go out on New Year's Eve anymore because it's just a shit show and it's over. It, it, it doesn't deliver. It doesn't. There's nothing more anticlimactic than New Year's Eve on the West Coast. Got to be totally honest with you, as, a, as someone who grew up on the East Coast, New Year's Eve on the West Coast sucks. You're you're watching the ball drop and you're like, that happened three fucking hours ago. This is not live. This is not really real. So, um, Jillian and I decided we're we're doing Lego projects on New Year's Eve now. And we we here. Wait a minute. I hold on. Wait a minute wait a minute because I do have the Millennium Falcon that's out of frame that's up there you got slave one over here let me show you the one that we haven't even done yet just wait a 2nd I'll be right back it's right over here hold on I'm gonna find it this is the next one here we go this was supposed to be this last New Year's Eve but grandma and grandpa got so tired we did, we were like we can't even make it through a and what was this this is a uh how many pieces 10,000 no excuse me 1,073 pieces we're like we're, we we don't have time for a 1000 piece so this is just kind of sitting on the shelf he'll join us eventually you know it's hard to do it's hard to do legos around two kids who are very very likely to just start eating randomly placed legos so that's why i think it's another not only do we get tired we don't want a we don't want literally 1073 available choking hazards just sitting around the house so kids they're fantastic and they ruin everything all at the same time they're wonderful they're absolutely wonderful Here is a question that'll bring us back to why we all gathered in the first place to talk a little sports. Golden State, Lakota. What do you think about the Aaron Rodgers rumors heating up again? Oh, great. It's exactly what the 49ers need. Another quarterbacking rumor. Haven't had enough of those over the last six, seven years. So here we go again. I think Aaron Rodgers is a massive head case, narcissist diva who is a bigger pain in the ass than most need to be to do that job. Well, having grown up a Chicago bears fan, I have been skinned alive by Aaron Rodgers too many times to even recount it. And so, like, I, I am predisposed to hate Aaron Rodgers. Number two, if Aaron Rodgers were the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, he would run this offense in such unbelievable fashion that they probably win a Super Bowl. But the problem is, Aaron Rodgers has priced himself out of the 49ers' real realm of possibilities. He has. Uh, you just had Kyle Shanahan talking about having a quarterback for a song and what that allows him to do around the rest of his roster. The way that they have built the rest of this roster, I mean, I, I think if you're looking to really have a guy like Aaron Rodgers around, you you don't you don't sign Javon Hargrave. You don't you don't have money to do that if you're going to Aaron Rodgers. So, is it a rumor? Uh uh-huh i can confirm to you it's an absolute rumor maybe there's a little agita going on between the packers and the jets that you know it feels like more than anyone else aaron Rodgers would be the guy to float the rumor to the media that the 49ers were sort of knocking on his door again to gauge any interest should there be some that feels like a it came from Aaron level rumor to me, anyways. So, I'm just not putting any stock into it. I'm not. Having said that, if they made that, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers would rip this league up with Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. Like, holy shit. That would, that would, how, how do you stop that? Now, could you be able to afford a right tackle to protect the guy? No. I mean, you'd, you'd have to, you know, that's it. If Aaron Rodgers did show up, that would mean Bosa doesn't stick around, right? I mean, how do you have both? They just, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a real possibility Tom Pierce says, Damon, what about a monthly subscription to your channel? People have talked about the patron thing. Tom, thank you for asking. I never, ever, ever, ever want to put my content behind a paywall. I've spent my entire 18-year career giving it... Hold on. Giving it to you, the people. And then you die. No, but look, I, I I just want to continue to give it away. I never want to separate my audience into you have it, but you don't. The haves and the have-nots. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So, um, can't do it. I, I just, I don't want to do it. I, I really don't. I think we can make it to the point where I'm qualified for... You guys being able to sprinkle a little love into the account whenever you want to. But until then, we're not putting a drop of content behind a paywall. It's not how I got here. And it's just, it's not who I am. It's not who I am. It's not how I've grown this to this point. And it's not a move that I want to pull now. But thanks for asking. There are a lot of people who would do it. But it's not the people who would do it that I think about. It's the people who couldn't do it, who love the show, who then would be denied the show. that i could, I just can't live with that. I can't do that. I can't do that to my, my audience has so been there for me, to me, for me to say I'm going somewhere where you you can't get me anymore. I just, I won't do it. Kevin. Oh, dude. I loved it. Coast to coast AM. Was that what, was that crazy? Like Art Bell, there might be aliens stuff. I, I absolutely love that. <laughs> this is from John Doe. Rylan, people I bet you we win the World Series. Yeah, that was those were good times. Those were really, really good times. Someone really likes this aspect about the Plus: no commercial breaks. Indeed, indeed. Uh, this is a person who's just asking for pain. Concrete ship. Look at it this way: Cars for Kids wants to buy ad time. I'm, I'm not selling it to him. No, I can't do that. No, no. Now, I mean they'd have to if they spend big, we'll we'll reassess, but otherwise no. I can't do that. Cannot do that. Uh thank you very much 49er tone Bruce during 49er post game in the day was therapy leaving candlestick. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So, here's the deal. Nobody gave better 49er pre and post than me and Larry when we were doing it together back in the day on KNBR. And watch that happen again. Watch that happen again. Ando, what made you do YouTube instead of signing with another radio station? Well, here's the deal I got a severance agreement that means I can't do anything on terrestrial radio for three months. And honestly, I really want to grow. This is my own thing. My wife and I, for all intents and purposes, have started our own business. I'm a startup company. And there is a level of excitement and there could be a a level of reward attached to that that dwarfs any, well, here's all the money you want right now because I don't know what this could become. And I've had enough people who know more about this space than i do tell me like dude you're on to something you should continue to invest in this because there is there is a an audience there is a demand that says you could really do well here so i really do before i want to go back into what is comfortable i want to sit here and explore this new territory i think more than anything else i really do true blue forever don't you want Benzo Breast Oh Benzo Breast Oh I gotta get Gianna in here. She's my backup vocals on that one. Gotta do that. Yeah, I have seen this. Someone Cole again writes in have you seen Bernsey and Will Clark? They got their Yeah. Yeah, well look at it this way. Those guys know baseball. Those guys know baseball. They're yeah, they're and they're entertaining guys. I have seen that. Uh to get back here to Hams. Oh boy. I am judging you. I feel the judgment. I think the entire chat is judging you right now, hams. I am. I am. Uh someone uh named Adrian Soto. Adriant Soto. League of dorks. I wish I had a league now. I don't have a league of dorks. I got one amazing dorked up wife who knows how to do the things that i would never know how to do thank god thank god again somebody here kathy yes and then miss mrs Pluse, baby you can't stop you can't deny her this is from never go full jeff just start the damon bruce network give again how would i pay anyone to do that right now but i do believe you know, we got plans. We got we got plans. I don't know if they're going to come to fruition, but we got plans. I got ideas. I think of things. <laughs> We're not there yet. Let's just get this show going. Let's get this channel going. Let's get a channel going before we get a network going. Damon, you got a Bob Costas connection? Yeah, I actually got his number in my cell phone. I, I, did, I got a Bob Costas connection. Uh, I I feel like I need to get a little bit bigger before we start inviting Bob on. Uh, this guy, though, yeah, he'll be around. We're going to figure out how to get Joey Courtside on here somehow, some way before it's all said and done. I can promise you. I can promise you about that. Yes, someone else getting to feel about Yes! Here's the thing, Rich. You can talk about how Fortinbaugh Friday was great with no betting. The fact that Joe talks betting is why he and his wife live in a gorgeous house. And he is, dude, Joe's career, I'm telling you right now, if broadcasters were stocks, you could not do any better than putting all your broadcasting stock investment Into Damon Bruce. No, I'm just kidding. Into Joe Fortenbaugh. Joe Fortenbaugh is the man in a space that everyone is looking to run to. He's there first, and he's the authority on it instantly. Joe knows gambling. He really does. He knows how to present the gambling topics that people really want to sink their teeth into. He's great at what he does. He's great at what he does, and he is owning a space quickly doing what he does. Uh, Somebody here, absolutely understanding New Year's Eve, overrated, you're right, Scott. And here's the thing, we don't need AF. You can say fuck here, I can, you can, we can. Who's gonna stop us? Who's gonna, basically, so here's the show from now on. Here's the elevator pitch of the Damon Bruce show on the YouTube channel. Imagine if the class clown had diplomatic immunity and couldn't get detention. I have I I have diplomatic immunity. I got diplomatic immunity. I'm like the bad guy in Lethal Weapon 2. Without the cougarans and the South African racism. All right. So let's see. Here's some honesty. Golden State. Pre COVID, everything was better. It was especially San Francisco. So when we're done building this channel, what we're gonna do is also rebuild the entirety of downtown San Francisco. We will restore the soul to this city. It's lacking some soul right now. The recovery of San Francisco post COVID has taken way too long. A lot of that has to do with the entire tech world telling their employees, maybe you come in once a week, that's it. That really hurt downtown. That really hurt the commute, which, by the way, really hurt my last employment. What good is an afternoon drive host if there is no afternoon drive, if there really is no morning drive? It's, you know, what what comes first, the chicken or the egg? What comes first, the, the host talking to the audience or the audience being there for a host to talk to? That's what sort of screwed up the whole equation that got me 86th from terrestrial radio. So, COVID. Let me tell you, there are twenty percent of everyone you ever saw ain't coming back. They're just not. People have become weird and agoraphobic. Is that what it is when you don't want to leave your house? Uh, people. There, there are twenty percent of everyone you ever know just just ain't coming back. That's the way it is. By the way. Jeffrey says, what about the official rabbi to bless this year's Warriors? So the official rabbi, who was the Bay Area sports rabbi before he moved to L.A. and he became the Beverly Hills rabbi, rabbi has now moved in with his children all the way back in Teaneck, New Jersey. He feels that he is directly responsible for the 76ers hiring Kate Scott, the success the 76ers have had. And he feels like he single handedly got the Philadelphia Phillies into the World Series. So the neck rabbi, uh, I do talk to him still. We, we've we exchanged phone numbers years ago, and I keep in touch with him. What a great guy. And uh, he's doing very, very well. What about Neighbor Dave? I text Neighbor Dave three, four times a week, and he texts me. I love Neighbor Dave. That's my guy right there. Neighbor Dave, if you're watching, we love you, pal. Uh, <laughs> g- going back to the, the Grogu. This is the way. Here's the thing. I never told Jillian that I'd rather have a Mandalorian logo project than a Grogu project. But all right, kids. Anyway. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Hey, Damon and Jillian, how long do you plan each show to be moving forward? What I I, I don't know. The show will go as long as the show needs to go. I think there are going to be days when the show needs to be long. I think there are going to be other days where it's kind of a slow sports day and maybe the show won't be that long. I mean, it 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 feels like, you know, anytime I open up the mic an hour just sort of spills out of me. We've already crossed an hour here today and I feel like we just started. So, um, I you know, I don't know. There no more rules. No more rules. It's just, there's not, we, we, we'll, we'll do what we want. Let's see, this is from Brian. Damon, all we're asking is for you to take our darn money. Brian, thank you. Look at it this way. Think of the dollar you want to give me today. Every day, add one more dollar. By the time we open the tip jar, maybe you give me $3. That's it. I we we'll, we'll worry about all that later. We'll worry about all that later. Here's the thing that I've really learned since being let go. There's so much pressure to feel like oh well I just oh oh no oh my my world is sinking. What do I do? I got I got to go ahead and make this all right. We got to get whole. I got to be made whole right now. Calm down calm down. It's not how the world works. It's not how employment works. It's not how opportunity works. Opportunity presents itself. You have to carve out your own a little along the way. You have to be patient. Um, Would it have been great if we could have just, like the day it happened, just started a YouTube account? Sure. Like we did. But then we we got a little careful and we got a little strategic and we started measuring twice before we cut things. And you got to you know when you're making a big move you got to step a little carefully. So we will we will be made whole again. But doesn't need to happen today. There's no rush. Um I was at the Jason Barrett Sports Media Summit the week after I got let go. Jason Barrett is the guy who used to be the program director who hired me into Afternoon Drive. At 95.7 The Game, he's since left radio to start his own consulting firm. And Bruce Gilbert, who is uh, one of the chief muckety-mucks at Cumulus, stood up and gave a phenomenal presentation about the 20 deadly sins of broadcasting and what you got to do. And the, the thing that I walked away with the most, the saying that resonated with me the most coming out of the Barrett Sports Media Summit was when Bruce Gilbert said, just worry about being excellent. Don't worry about being successful. Because success, and I, boy, did I just experience this, success is fleeting. Success doesn't always show up when you need it or want it to or expect it, and it can be pulled away from you at any time. But what they can't take away is excellence. So just be excellent and the success will probably catch up to you and man when he said that that hit me like a lightning bolt so all we're gonna try to do all we're gonna try to do is be excellent and the success should follow by the way Jillian has set the price for cars for kids Jillian has set the price for cars for kids. Here's the deal. We actually used cars for kids. I had a uh, Suzuki Grand Vitara that I got rid of and had Cars for Kids come and get it. They were it was fantastic to deal with them. They sent us all like it was really easy. It's a great to to great little service they got there with the single most annoying jingle of all time. Somebody says here, uh Cars for Kids is a scam, bamboo. That was not our experience at all. Not only was it not a scam, it was it was really easy to work with them. Freaking delightful, if you almost will. How about this? We're bringing up some Indiana boys, some boys from Bloomington. Donate your car today. The never-daunted radio. Never-daunted. We will not falter in the battle. We're tried and true. Indiana, 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 we're all for you. God, I'm already missing college basketball. That's like it's it, how do you how do you wean yourself off a of heroin? Just getting bounced from by Miami. at least Miami reached the final four. I felt you feel a lot better about losing to a team that at least makes it to the last weekend, but you just don't feel good about losing. and now everybody's debating whether or not Indiana's still blue blood or not. Look at it this way. Indiana's got enough tradition and history to always qualify for blue blood. But if you're just measuring it on, what have you done for me lately? Indiana's basically like a community college when it comes to the basketball team that just forever comes up a little bit short. Little bit short. Thank you very much. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about. Never daunted. By the way, never daunted. This is just a conversation between you and me now that none of the rest of the audience is probably going to even understand. This afternoon, I'm talking to Galen Clavio, who's a professor at at IU. And hopefully we're going to be figuring out a way for me to get back to Bloomington and talk to some kids about what happens when your incredibly successful career gets kicked right in the fucking teeth. And how quickly you got to pivot and what you can do and how when one door closes, another door opens. And so hopefully we all get together in Bloomington real soon. Thank you very much. And you're right. We're blue blood by history but by what have you done for me lately? What Indiana isn't is a longer conversation than what Indiana is. Now, somebody says, been a few articles approved. They were only given a small percentage to the actual charity. This is old news about cars. I just, okay, well, here's the thing. I I, I never researched it because who the fuck would spend any time of their precious lives researching cars for kids? Um, I never did. All I did was deal with them as someone who used the service. It was good, and again, for one million dollars, my wife and I will sing the damn jingle together for one million dollars that's my that da- Damon did you sell out? yeah, for a million dollars for cars to kids? You'll understand like all of you will get it if that happens, right? None of you are gonna judge me anyways, uh, yeah, so going to talk to galen a little bit later today and we're going to figure out how to pass along all that uh, i have learned and experienced to to those fine students at indiana university and my great advice to all of them would be broadcasting is an animal that you might not want to get in bed with <laughs> uh ernesto a million dollars thank you very very much so, look, we got, uh, I believe we got more coming up a little bit later today. Going to have uh, Larry Kruger. I, I think I'm going to be joining him tonight over on The Krug Show. Or if we can't get it together this Wednesday night, certainly we'll circle back to it on Thursday. I know my afternoon's getting a little bit busy. Uh, all of Larry's afternoons are-, are busy. That guy is just a content-producing machine. And... um We'll we'll, we'll see if we can squeeze in a little uh, tete-a-tete, a a little get-together later on today. I did tease, though, that we would at one point in time today be talking about the single most underrated show on HBO. It's a show that really no one is talking about. I broached this subject with Larry yesterday, and I want to bring it up here, because when you tease something, you got to deliver. That was also part of Bruce Gilbert's 20 deadly sins of broadcasting that you need to do that he updated in real time for all of us. This, boys and girls, right here, is the best show on HBO that nobody's talking about. I haven't had a single person say, Damon, have you seen Perry Mason? I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Nobody Like, Perry Mason has zero buzz. How good of a show it is to how little buzz it's getting, to me, it's just extraordinary. I, I love this show. It's great. I started watching it by accident. The first season is weird, creepy, a little slow. It's a slow build. It's a slow build because it starts before Perry Mason has even become a lawyer. It's like a background story. And the guy who plays I don't even know what the the actor's name who plays Perry Mason is. He's great. Everyone is well cast on the show. It's a period piece back in like the forties as Los Angeles was being born. It's fantastic. It's in season two right now, about halfway through season two. Everybody knows about Succession. Everybody knows about Game of Thrones, House of Dragons. I tell you, my wife and I actually do like Real Housewives of the Gilded Age. That's what I call the Gilded Age series. It's like Real Housewives of the Gilded Age. That's a good show on HBO too. Um, Perry Mason. Fantastic. I recommend it highly. If you like a period piece, so there you go. A little recommends on our way out the door. Uh, I want to thank all of you for tuning in today. This was a lot of fun. We always have a good time. And uh, I'll tell you, we're going to be back tomorrow again for sure at 11 a.m. We'll have more for you. Maybe a little slice of surprise coming up a little later this afternoon with Larry Kruger. We'll figure it all out. This is. We'll go ahead and get some severance thank you very much her good things about that uh her good things about snowfall as well otis bird thank you no thank you otis for your loyalty for bringing your entire posse with you as well uh great to have all of you thank you so much for tuning in not just today but all the days that you've turned in tuned in so far and all the days that you plan on tuning in going forward, you guys mean a ton to me. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we leave you with this very important message because it's true. Sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.